Danny out! What's up? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Um, some business came up I gotta handle. So we're gonna have to put a, our trip on hold. You understand? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's cool. Just, just for a couple of weeks. Mm, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little longer. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Look, I'll, I'll call you next week and we'll iron out the details. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It was great seeing you, son. You too, Lou. Yeah, um... I'm sorry, Will. <laughs> you know, actually, this works out better for me. You know, the slimmies of summer come to class right next to nothing, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's all right to be angry. Life. You're born into the world, you grow, you mature, you go to college, you start a career and a family. Looks like everything goes as planned. Or does it? listeners welcome to a bonus episode of the glory in our stories i'm your host calvin wayne pennywell jr um for those of you who have eyes and ears you have heard about what happened between um chris rock and will smith at the latest oscar um oscars ceremony um which is so obviously so much happened noteworthy at the Oscars um, that shed light on the good accomplishments that happened, like the, pe the people that actually won um, Oscars for their performances. Man, oh man, oh man. But I didn't want to dig into, you know, what everybody else is saying. I just wanted to basically branch off of what Will expressed in his book. Hence the title of this episode, Hashtag Will. And I wanted to start the, uh, the episode off. And it's not going to be long. It's not going to be long at all. I wanted to start this episode off. With that classic clip from the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh, you know it's 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 funny because this was such an iconic show. But if there's ever one scene that's most memorable, it's this one because a lot of young, pref well, directly, there was a lot of young black boys at that time and even men 
who could relate to this feeling that Will Smith, Will Smith expressed in this episode with his dad or daddy o or Lou. Um, the irony is that's what da uh, Will Smith calls his dad, his real dad. He calls him daddy o And um, so, so if you ever want to see the context of this episode it should be in its fullness on youtube um you can just look up uh fresh prince of bel-air dad d-a-d scene um s-c-e-n-e -E. it's one of his best performances like ever and will smith have done portray some iconic characters but that that's the moment that most of us knew, yo, this he's going he's gonna be doing some much bigger things. So so anyway, if you haven't read Will, it is a really good book. It's one of the most recent books I've read where I just couldn't stop reading because, you know, Will Smith is a storyteller and he told his story very well and it was he he told it in a captivating way. And man, it was it was good. It was really good. So I actually had to go back into my my um my our storage unit to find it. And I knew it was on like the top because once I'm done with the book, I put it to the side because I know I'm know I'm gonna probably read it again. It may be a while before I read this again, um, because it was very dense material. Even though it was well read, um, it was pretty dense. So I'm going to have to come back to it probably in a year. And I think that'll be fitting after all this stuff blows over. And a year from now, see where uh, Will Smith is uh, mentally. Um, But I wanted to use that clip not just as, you know, remembering the Will Smith that we know, the, the, the great actor, you know, the method actor and the devoted artist. Um. But I think that best illustrated what happened at the Oscars. Will Smith reacted. He was serious and everyone was quiet. But the beautiful thing that uh, James Avery said, you know, as Uncle Phil in this character and in this particular episode was he said, Will, it's OK to be angry. Because it is. That's valid. And I think that's one thing that we have to address, you know, doing it. We start doing more as men is validating our feelings, like saying, you know, calling the calling out the elephant in the room. This is big. This is heavy. This is out of place. Yes. Totally agree. A hundred percent. And. Um, yeah, so. I wanted to jump right to the source in reference to the book, because the one thing that that really touched me about Will is that touches me about Will is that I, I feel him. I feel like I know just a little, I understand just a little bit more after reading his book and realizing how much in common we have. We both enjoy we, we express with our words and our hands and we're, we're both um, hip hop artists. You know, I'm, I'm not as famous and as he is. But we're 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 artists nonetheless, you know, so. And I and I sympathize 
with his personal struggles, um, not just the ones that with he has now, but ones that he's had for a long time. So, um, so yeah. So what I'm going to do is actually read what he said in his book um, in reference to uh, the moment it all started for Will. Now, of course, uh, I, I heard my, my friend, one of my good friends, best friends, um, quote the definition of trauma, which is basically too much, too fast, too much, too fast. And during this time in Will's life, an incident happened concerning his dad and his mom that just traumatized him for the rest of his life uh, up until now. And I think it's noteworthy. So, um, so I am going to, uh, to read uh, the part on here where he referenced his, uh, the incident that he had with that the incident that he witnessed in relation to his father, whom he called Daddy-O and his mom. Um, this is actually in, from the book, Will. Uh, it's page 13 within the chapter. And I think it's the first chapter titled Fear. And I'm gonna read, uh, not a lot, but to me, this this is where it all started. As much as we all suffered under Daddy-O's um, militaristic views of love and family, nobody suffered more than my mother. If two people being in charge meant everybody dies, then that meant my mother could never be in charge. The problem was that my mother wasn't the type of woman to be commanded. She was educated, proud, and stubborn. And as much as we begged her to please be quiet, she refused. Once, when Daddy-O slapped her, she egged him on. Oh, you're such a man. You think that hitting a woman makes you, man, makes you a man, huh? He hit her again, knocking her to the ground. She stood right back up, looked him in the eye, and calmly said, Hit me all you want, but you can never hurt me. I have never forgotten that. The idea, the idea that he could hit her body but somehow she was in control of what hurt her. I wanted to be strong like that. Everybody in my house could fight, except me. My older sister Pam was strong like our mother. She was six years older than me and she was kind to my childhood bodyguard. She would stand up to anybody at any time. There were multiple situations where somebody would take my money Oh, I would get bullied or come home crying and Pam would grab me by the hand, walk me straight outside and scream, who did it? Point to him, Will. Then she would proceed to casually whoop the whole butt, well, he used another word, of the unfortunate kid I pointed at. It was a sad day when she left for college. Harry turned out to be strong too. While I took extra special care to please my father every chance I got, Harry mimicked my mother's behavior. Starting at a young age, he preferred to just stand up and take the beatings. He once yelled at my father, you can hit me, but you can't make me cry. Smack, I'm not crying, smack, I'm not crying. Eventually, 
Realizing he couldn't break him, Daddy-O laid off Harry altogether. All along, Harry's courage, the fact that my little brother was able to stand up to the monster, just reinforced my shame. In a family of fighters, I was the weak one. I was the coward. So, that's from uh, Will's book, Will. And, you know, that's just chapter one. And then for the rest of Will's life, he's been operating from fear, in a sense, trying to prove himself, trying to prove that he's not afraid. Wishing that he could go back to the, that moment and stand up for his mom. Um, yeah, I remember, and I won't say any names out of respect, but I remember experiencing something that was very traumatic for me at a young age. And to this day, I still remember it. And I, I do wish that I would have said or did something, but I was just so shocked that I didn't know what to do. So um, I feel well with that. The one thing that I really wanted to address was this issue that we men have when it comes to expressing ourselves. It's obvious that Will knows the, the significance of violence and what it can do, the damage that it can create. He witnessed it, not just, you know, he witnessed it with his mom and he, with his parents in general. And um, he knows, he knows. Of course, I was reading his apology and he mentioned how embarrassed he was. And I get that. I remember I remember getting upset and wanting to wanting to wanting to do something immediately. I remember I, we we've all been there. We've all been there when we our feelings were hurt and we just got fed up and we wanted to do something immediately. And for me, I remember getting upset once um, at one of my ex-girlfriends and I was on the phone and I had the phone in my right hand against my face, but my left hand was free and I was just so mad that I punched the wall and I've punched things before and I've hurt my hand, but I've never broken a bone. And that time I broke my left knuckle, my left uh, fist knuckle. And um, like, I remember hitting the wall, looking at my hand and seeing my hand. I was like, yep, that's broken. So I've been there. It is, it goes without saying that Will shouldn't have did, he shouldn't have assaulted Chris Rock. I mean, that, that goes without saying, even even and Will knows that, but his anger was valid. It's, it's been boiling over and it just spilled out. It was an emotional night. He won an award and that was just the tipping point. And the, the part for me that really touched me was, I guess, when they went to commercial break, um, he was approached by Tyler Perry and Denzel Washington. And I'm 
pretty certain they didn't condone what he did, but they wanted to be there for their brother. And they were. And that was very inspiring to see. And I think we as men need more of that. We need more men willing to meet us where we're at. Like they literally met Will Smith at the at the like fresh after fresh after slapping Chris Rock. They met him where he was at. And they spoke into his life. They didn't ridicule him. They didn't judge him. I mean, we don't have any audio of what they said to him, but their interaction was pleasant. And you can see Will Smith nodding in agreement with anything, whatever they said. Um, I mean, if you have somebody with uh, the caliber of, of Denzel Washington, all that wisdom, and you have him approach you and say, hey, man, whatever he had to say, I'll listen. Trust me. Um, but I just had a felt really sorry for him. I still do. Will Smith. And he's one of my favorite artists, actors, period, even before all this stuff. And I, after seeing, after realizing, after seeing him, him documenting his life, you know, that he has the series on YouTube. Uh, what is it? The best shape of my life um i think it's something like that he documents his process of getting in shape uh post uh filming for king richard and um and plus before all this he had been he had finally gotten on social media and was becoming accessible to his fans and i was like yo this is this is dope and he you know he's just being will smith but he he mentions in his book uh, that he gave his his alter ego, a, you know, a name, and he just got tired of smiling. I was tired of being the Mister Nice Guy, tired of, you know, making it seem as if everything's okay. And after Sunday, it obviously isn't. So, but I wanted to read that aspect of the book because I believe that's where it stems from. And I'm just going to say this and I'm going to end it because I I couldn't, I didn't want to mention this for the sake of ratings. This is a teachable moment, a huge teachable moment. Everybody has their own perspective on it. Some people validate it. Some people don't. But I wanted to focus on the real problem, which is here is a man who's supposed to be the head of his household. He's on, he has a, a tremendous platform and he has great influence and he allowed his emotions to get the best of him and he in, it, it, he allowed it to the point where he ended up hurting someone and that was not the best decision it, it could have been it could have gone completely left could have gone completely right, but I personally hope that Will Smith gets the healing that he needs for himself. One thing that we have to stop doing as men is being so hard on ourselves, specifically when we were little, because we were kids. We were little boys. 
you can't expect a 10 year old to know exactly what they want to do with their lives. You can't expect a child to to uh, to nourish, to provide any nourishment and wisdom for anyone. You can't expect that child to know the answers. You were, you were we were kids, and even when we were twenty one, or twenty or twenty eight. With kids, we're still, even now, we're still growing. I'm 36 years old. I'll be 37 in October. I'm still learning. Still learning more about myself. Still learning more about my wife. Still learning more about marriage. But we as men need to know that it's okay to feel. Like Uncle Phil said, Will, it's okay to be angry. It's okay. It's okay, fellas, to be upset. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be happy. When you have a happy moment, embrace that. Embrace it. Be joyful. The Bible says to focus on all things that are good, all things that are holy, all things that are praiseworthy. Focus on those things. In a nutshell, set your mind on things that are above. The scripture says, uh, it's Philippians 4, verse 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good or of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. That's King James Version. Uh, Philippians 4 verse 8 men we have to focus on those things focus on our accomplishments big or small focus on the things that we got right we're not perfect but we must continue to aim for the center and when we don't make it all God wants us is, is just aim just aim for him aim for him seek first the kingdom of God and all will be added to you. In those moments when you're angry, accept the emotion, accept the reality, but then remember that it's to some degree you have control. Focus on that. Focus on things that are good and holy. I hope that this experience with Will Smith encourages men to seek mental wellness take care of your mind take care of your body take care of your spirit because if you can't take care of any of that you can't take care of your wife you can't take care of your children you can't take care of your friends you can't be a good mentor you don't have to be perfect but you do have to be aware of your influence and your effect on other people when God has chosen you and I'm talking primarily to us believers if God has chosen to do something through you and you have decided to let him all things will be added to you 
the trauma that you experienced as a child will be taken care of. It won't disappear. It just will no longer define you. It won't. It won't determine your identity. Man, I just, I just really hope the best for Will. I'm, I'm still got not that it matters, but I still got respect for him because he's accomplished a lot. And um, I just hope and pray that he realizes just how powerful God is and how much he loves Will. He made Will Smith. He made him. He knows the ins and outs of Will Smith. But Will, I just hope that he understands that he is loved. That he is loved. So I just wanted to touch base on that. And I hope that us men are continuously seeking opportunities to grow and to learn. But most importantly, be there for each other and meet each other where we're at. So, um, so yeah, I, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. And uh, I'll let you all let holler at you all later. Have a good night.